Hey everybody, my name is Carlos Rodriguez with the Entrance Ramp Podcast coming at you guys. Uh, we're doing a special episode uh, for a lot of our audio listeners, uh, which I just butchered that word for some reason, <laughs> and our video listeners. Uh, you guys will know we had a uh, one-off series that we did called Ramp Diaries, um, which actually the only episode was what me. Um, I kind of wanted to talk about a lot of the layoffs due to COVID when, uh, when that hit right before... I, believe i want to say it was like right before wrestlemania um and uh none of us kind of wanted to do this show um pardon me for a video listeners um none of us wanted to really do the show um all four of us were kind of like in a down mood due to every everyone being laid off and and just kind of dour situation within the wrestling landscape but now uh you know things have kind of picked up um We've, we've argued before, not argued, but we, we've, you know, argued the case that uh, AEW and WWE both missed an opportune chance with COVID to kind of be the mainstay and kind of like the talking point of the world. Um, and when they choose to be the only thing on TV, like last night, um, we were recording, I'm recording this on um, August 27th. Uh, I mean, yeah, there was ratings, but maybe not the best night to show stuff. Uh, you know, with massive protests and, ma- and other sports uh, opting not to do stuff. Um, maybe maybe we could have been, I don't know. I don't know what to say. I don't know if this was pre-taped or anything, but yeah, we're kind of in a weird situation. This, this uh, these next episodes of Ramp Diaries are kind of like a, I want to say we're, we're just in, not in the right area. <laughs> uh, we're all recording at different times only because uh, our availability for uh, everything's kind of messy. Um, I have like a mini vacation I'm taking this weekend and next week. So I'm, yeah, I guess we'll do this next week as well. Um, that's what, so that's a little bit what's going on at this situation. But, uh, right now I'm just going to give you kind of my predictions. The whole, uh, Ramp Diaries episode at least will be my predictions for payback this Sunday, uh, emanating, uh, from the Thunderdome. Uh, which I cannot get in. If you saw our social media and me complaining on Twitter and then on Instagram, I could not get in through the Thunderdome. My time listed was incorrect. They gave me an incorrect time. Surprise, surprise, WWE. Um, of 7.30, and all I could hear was, uh seemed like Kevin Dunn just talking to people backstage. Um, but with that being said, could be worse, you know? I... I didn't get in, and I also wasn't one of those people putting a beheading, KKK rally, Chris Benoit, you know, the guy who tried to kidnap Sonya Deville, you know, just just all around not great people. Anyway, (laughs) that's besides the point, but yeah, I'm going to give you my quick uh, rundown and predictions for Payback. Uh, I don't know where the rankings lay with our prediction league. Uh, I assume I'm losing, but... I will say I am not under the influence of Mark's coin, that little quarter he had. Um, I felt like there was like this strange power emanating from it, and like I just had to listen to the coin. Like, I hear voices in my head; they talk to me and say, "Go with whatever Mark says." <laughs> no, but uh, honestly, yeah, I'm gonna give him my predictions. There's no coin, at least in my video. I don't know what, if Mark's gonna do any uh, tomorrow or anything like that, or Nick, or you know anything like that but 
we're going to quickly run them down and then uh, kind of talk about um, some of the big points scattered throughout. Um, I think it's a it's kind of crazy that we're having a pay-per-view, another one a week after one of the big four, and let alone two pay-per-views in the same month. It's very strange, but especially no time to build storyline-wise. And if we miss any matches, uh, like there's a Miz TV segment scheduled for us, you know, SmackDown on Friday, the Big E, that might lead to some kind of handicap match, I would assume, or some one-on-one match with Big E and either Morrison or, or Miz. Not counting that, um, this is no points at that point. But uh, quickly, just coming through the what we have here, we had Apollo Crews, who um, defiantly, well, not defiantly, but like he 100% is now the uni- United States champion. No hoopla or anything on BS that was going on with MVP and stuff like that. So he's the holder of the United States Championship, and he's actually taking one of the members of the Hurt Business, Bobby Lashley. Now, a lot of us is pre- a lot of us have predicted that you know Lashley's time is, is kind of coming on within WWE. He did have like I would say a resurgence, especially with um, Drew winning the the WWE title at WrestleMania. I felt like we were in for a program and they've been it's not a hindrance to me if drew were to lose at that time but um i don't think they'll ever pull the trigger on a bobby lashley world title win in wwe i think he unfortunately if you you want to see him as champion there are archive footage of impact on impact plus you can watch or you can just youtube it um and i believe he may have been evolved champion at some point so that's on the network you can watch it there but i don't think we'll see Unfortunately, Lashley be world champion in WWE. Um, I would love to be wrong about that, but with the current landscape the way it is, I don't. I just don't see that happening on either brand, and I'll get to that at the end of the, the episode. But um, that, yeah, that's, it. Seems like that's the first match listed. I don't know what to say. I, I would. I would assume uh, Apollo wins um, again. Perfect opportunity for Lashley to win the United States champion. Uh, not anything bad to Apollo. He, you know, he had COVID, rumored at least to have COVID, um, and things like that. But I, I think I would love to see Lashley, including this Hurt Business stable, have more gold and have more time. Um, maybe Lashley could, like, defend it on Raw Underground. Something like that it would be really fun to watch. But I would, I personally want to watch Bobby Lashley win but I know in my heart of hearts Apollo's gonna win so that's that <laughs> moving on we have the debuting Keith Lee uh, he recently lost the title the NXT title on uh, TakeOver 30 this past Saturday to Carrion uh, Cross, and unfortunately Carrion had to drop the belt uh, due to injury in that match um, which We'll kind of talk about that, I'm assuming, next week. we we'll kind of recap Payback and talk about the fallout of the special Tuesday episode of uh, NXT that has kind of a lot on the line. Um, and we might recap this week's, too, as well, because I, I felt like I want kind of a group situation for that. But, yeah, I, I think we will have... I think Keith Lee versus Randy Orton. I, I Unfortunately, with Keith Lee debuting... Um, and not making fun of his tights or anything like that. I think his outfit's fine. I don't 
I could be here or there with it. I think he was fine in NXT. Um, the theme song, not great. Um, it was very generic rock for someone who had an awesome theme in NXT. And I know there's there's some you know stories have come out. He did not approve of it. He did approve of it. Word from the horse's mouth is saying that he he said himself he did not approve of, of this music change. Um, but there are some legal issues with um, CFOs, according to um, you know Pro Wrestling Sheet and all these other, I guess dirt sheets. I don't. I feel bad saying that about some some places, but um, yeah, they they apparently signed a really terrible deal with their record label. WWE saw that and was like, yeah, we can't work with you, man. We ain't trying to spend that much money. <laughs> but um, so there's rumors that he's having a new debuting song this Sunday coming up. But I unfortunately I don't with the the trajectory that Randy Orton's on and that he has been since uh, since Royal Rumble. Honestly, I don't see Keith Lee winning. Unfortunately, um, and that that that's a bummer. I mean, this guy had a great ever since Survivor Series has been on such a rocket and then when you COVID hit you know we were very critical of him in NXT because we felt like he needed to play to a crowd and things like that and I, I think this guy honestly is a total package I mean a phys- physicality uh, speed his mic skills are impeccable uh, and, and just he he can be a monster he, he can be almost like a cruiserweight in the ring how quickly he can move um, this guy is, is, is everything, and I think, unfortunately, putting him against Randy Orton so soon after, and like, Randy Orton losing to Drew McIntyre is fine, and it makes sense, uh, I, I mean, I, I think I was, did I predict that? I think I predicted Randy Orton was going to win, and I'm glad I'm wrong, because I think Drew was the, the better winner, and I think he is having an incredible title reign, um, but I think with Keith, uh, at, at this moment and debuting with a red hot Randy Orton I just don't see Randy losing I'm going to fortunately have to go against my boy Keith Lee um, I again this is another one I want to be wrong I want Keith Lee to win because um, I think that would be incredible and kind of build this new generation up you know um, but unfortunately I don't, I don't think this will happen uh, moving on, we have uh, another one of the announced matches is Bailey and Sasha Banks, the uh, you know women's tag team champions, the uh, two woman power trip um, or golden role models. I think Nick has been calling them two woman power trip because a lot of people have equated them to Stone Cold and Triple H when they um, held all the gold at one point. I yeah, I think they held World Intercontinental and tag titles. I feel like Mark somewhere just like he's wrong. Why is he wrong? Why did he talk so much about this? This is dumb. I'm I'm a, I'm projecting Mark right there for that one. But uh, yeah, I think uh, with with the golden role models, which I love personally, um, as a as a tag team name, uh, they're going up uh, with the unlikely team of Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax. Um, not sure where this storyline is going. I was pretty sure I, I unfortunately do not watch raw or is it fortunately i would say fortunately don't watch raw uh, i do catch like uh snippets here and there with um backup since that's not my show i have to watch thanks nick for taking the three-hour show um uh, i thought she was suspended because she you know 
punched a authority figure, but I don't know. Uh, so I, I, I don't, I don't know storyline wise where would I want to see a. I guess you know Oscar did just win the Raw Women's Title again. So that needs to kind of build up to like who's her next challenger. I don't think it will be a Sasha or Bailey. I would love if it was a Shayna Baszler, but in this kind of like not necessarily heel, not necessary faces tweener. Like I don't give a shit about you. I'm just gonna punch you in the face, knock you out, make you tap, whatever it takes. I'm taking that belt, kind of like badass that we all know Shayna to be. I think it would be cool to work a program with her and Asuka, unless you want to save that closer to Survivor Series or closer to the end of the year. Um, or maybe build the Royal Rumble, who knows? I think Shayna kind of deserves a title win within, uh, you know, a lot of people will say, you know, WWE proper, either Raw or SmackDown. And I guess this is also very strange because we know there is a draft looming in the distance um i forget what the rumored date has been so far but there's one coming up and and i don't know what would you plan to say like do you, do you want to maybe have shana and naya win and then maybe build a program with the iconics for a few t- this is me fantasy booking build a iconics feud for a little bit have the iconics win the, t- the tag team champions again which i would be a huge fan for Shayna goes to SmackDown. Bailey knows she can't beat Shayna, but she's just been lucky, and she's the one who tapped, you know, at Survivor Series in that three-woman uh, match. Maybe do something like that. Uh, it'd be very interesting to see where we go. But I'm 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 gonna go. I don't think they're gonna break them up just yet. I think, especially since. What happened at SummerSlam with Bailey not taking a bump for Sasha, you know, not taking a brunt of an attack from Asuka and Sasha losing her belt. I think we'll slow build that. So I'm, I'm going to keep Bailey and Sasha winning this match. I don't think there's going to be too many title changes. If if there's a Raw Women's title match, I don't think that that's absolutely not changing. Um, there's definitely going to be a SmackDown because they're, they're defending the women's tag titles there. Um, and I just, I just don't see that happening. If, if anything, the only title change I see happening is what is listed so far as our final match, which is current champion as of SummerSlam, Bray Wyatt, the Fiend. Uh, he defeated the Monster Among Men uh, Braun Strowman to ending his uh, his first title reign uh, since winning it from Goldberg at, at um, WrestleMania. Uh, the Fiend has collected his win. He has become Universal Champion again. Um only to be utterly destroyed by the returning Roman Reigns. Um, we have Roman Reigns come back. Uh, very surprisingly, only, apparently only Bray, Braun, Vince, and maybe one other person knew that Roman was there at all that whole day. Um, so I, I kind of like hearing those stories because I like... like there's some dude in catering just like, I'm going to get a burger. And then you see Roman Reigns like run by them like, what? Um, so it's, it's nice to see him back on TV. Um, knowing Roman's back and he's immediately thrown in this title picture makes me worried only because um, I, I don't know. Like, I don't know uh, much of his personal life. He hasn't said much. I know 
he is expecting twins with his wife. You know, he is immunocompromised with everything. I, hopefully, there's no second, you know, hopefully there's no second wave. Who knows? But I, um, I would like to see him around more. But we have a, a kind of like a golden opportunity to kind of reinvent Roman. Uh, he had a shirt. A lot of people have pointed out seems similar to um, Austin shirt where you like come in, stun everyone, leave or something like that. And this was like, you know, wreck everybody uh, and then leave or something like that. And and the fact that he took out Braun, who has done some more heelish things recently, and Bray, who is utterly a horror movie villain. Um, he is the thing under your bed at night that watches you sleep. Wow, why did I freak myself out with that one? That was weird. <laughs> um, I think, especially this is a no holes bar, I think we're just going to get a... This this has a chance of being a very good match and probably the match of the night. Um, just from all three performers, I think they have a really good chance of being really good dance partners together. I don't think we've seen all three of them in the ring together. Um, I liked a lot of Roman brought, uh, uh, Brave matches, and I've loved... Uh, Roman bronze storyline matches. Um, as long as they kept it kind of smooth, but the, this being a no holds barred match kind of hides any inconsistencies, any ring rust that Roman might have coming back since uh, March, early March. It was early March when he, he stepped away. Um, it was actually the day of WrestleMania taping that he stepped away. But um, I, I'm very interested to see where we go with this. I. I do predict that Roman Reigns is going to win. Um, now, is that something we all want? I'm not sure. I don't like the idea of Bray Wyatt as a transitional champion. I'm okay with him losing it, especially to Roman, because I always thought that was the storyline that they were building, or they should have built, where the Superman character, Roman Reigns, defeats literal, like, he's basically Freddy Krueger and Michael Myers put together. And he should lose, right? The good guy should win. Um, so let's see where they go. Unless Bray wins and he does something where he changes Roman. Um, we know Bray has that effect, you know. It seems like he's changing Alexa. He's changed Braun. He's changed Seth. He's changed Finn. You know, like, what? where are we going to go next? What? What's the next step of all of this? And I'm sure, you know, with this going on... Um, who knows, man? I mean, honestly, I just really think Roman's going to win. My hope, though, for Sunday is Roman has been really working on his body. He has new tattoo work on him. Not that it's that super important. Um, I think we have a golden opportunity to finally break him away from any, any shield, logos, templates, anything like that. I mean, you can still call him the big dog. I think that... That's a fine moniker that's stuck with him. But this is just the best opportunity to break away from all that, right? Like, no more S.H.I.E.L.D. stuff. No more your entrance music is the old S.H.I.E.L.D. theme. No, this needs to be something new, something bombastic, something that proves that... I, I would put a lot of my eggs in the basket to get him a new theme. If, if we had to pick new themes for people, right? Like, Keith Lee's not... He could be down the line, but he's not the guy yet. So if I had to pick one or the other, I'd want Roman Reigns to have his own theme. Because with, with a new theme of Roman, it finally breaks away any any ideas of the shield, right? 
Ambrose is not around. He's John Moxley. He's back to being John Moxley. He's the AEW World Champion. He is the United States, you know, the IWGP United States Champion in New Japan. He is, as of recording, the number one wrestler in the world according to the PWI. Uh, so that you hear that music in my head, I think Shield, right? I I literally think the Shield. I think how awesome their edges were, how awesome they were as a team, and how it always seemed like Roman was holding on. Seth has gone through multiple themes now, and now one, unfortunately, that's not CFOs branded, but he has that My Name is Night Messiah gimmick. He has a new song that goes with that gimmick. He has everything that is it, it's tied to this new Messiah gimmick. So why not build upon just Roman being an absolute badass and that he will beat the shit out of you and that he don't give a shit who you are. Yeah, he's a good guy, but he'll knock you in your teeth if you try to take his belt. Like something like that. I need we I me as a wrestling fan and me as a a Roman Reigns fan, I need something more because I don't like I've never been a fan of you shoving Roman Reigns in my face. I like him as a person. I like him. I like his in-ring work enough. I always felt like there may be other people who could take that spot. No offense to him. Um, that's personal. This is personal wrestling bias. But he, I feel like he needs. He needs a new rebrand. He doesn't need the vest, right? I, I don't know. I don't know if you get him trunks or something. I don't want maybe trunks. He's he, he started NXT with those. Something along the lines that he's a badass and he he. It's going to whoop you. You know, something like that. Something like that. We need that, and hopefully we get that this Sunday. Um, but that's my that's my lock. And that's my final thing I'm going to say. I think Roman Reigns is going to win. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if we see some retribution. Um, I don't think we're getting much, though, this night, at least. Unless some last-minute things happen. Maybe Dominic gets a match. I Still, I highly doubt it. He's still fresh. He's had two matches in two nights this week. Maybe give him a little more time to train in the ring now that he's had some actual TV exposure. Also, just straight up, let's talk about this. I like Dominic's match. I really did. Mark's making fun of me right now while watching this video. But the hood, man. I talked about this in our group chat. The hood, man. You can't... I don't know if I ever thought of, of wrestling gear this way until watching uh, classic pay-per-view reviews on wrestling regret uh which by the way um my condolences brian zane uh you don't know me big fan of yours but if you do happen to come across this video my condolences sir and uh your videos got me through a lot of my own trauma and, and kind of like sadness so you know thank you you kind of put me on this path of this podcast so just straight up 24 minutes into this video let me tell you uh I'm a, i love you i'm a big fan of you man and uh you also pointed out the fact that, like, how annoying it'd be when, like, wrestlers have, like, uh, something, like, a gimmick or something. Like, Ray has a mask. There was, um, some SummerSlam. You were saying Ray was, like, fixing his mask, like, every two seconds. It was very distracting. I felt that way with Dominic in his hoodie. Um, I don't know if he needs a mask. I don't know what he needs. But the hood thing, like, it looks awesome for the two seconds we get to see it. But it was a hindrance in the match. He kept adjusting it and things like that. It was very distracting. So, if he does have a match, maybe he has some new year, a new shirt, maybe a sh I don't know, something. Something. Maybe detachable hoodie. I don't know. But anyway, that's going to be it. That's a lot of rambling at very late time at night on a Thursday before bed. Um, but 
that's it guys i i love you guys i will catch you guys on the next episode of the entrance ramp hopefully we're kind of back to normal on that one um we'll see where we go but i would love to see everyone's uh any you know comment down below uh, hit us up on Twitter, Instagram. Don't forget, listen to us on our podcast, on your favorite podcast feed. Just search the Entrance Ramp Podcast. Same thing on YouTube. Give us the views, give us the likes, share, subscribe. Listen, man, just do all the awesome things. We love you guys. If you love wrestling, give us a shout out. We're growing this brand, and we'd love to, you guys to have, you know, kind of be there on the ride with us. So, again, this is Carlos. See you guys later. Bye.